where we students at Eno River Academy highlight people in our school and share the stories. Today we'll be discussing Miss Hoover. Here with me today I have Jackson Hostetler, Zeke Williams, Jacob Hale, and I'm Xavier Merchant. What do you remember about Miss Hoover? I remember her being a very... Her class wasn't boring, definitely. She tried making it interesting and fun for the kids, so we, would, we wouldn't forget it. Because when you remember something and it's impactful, it sticks with you. Like, it's, it's not going anywhere. So, her class is... It was fun, and she tried to make it fun. Yeah, like, if you have a teacher that you can remember for years to come, and you just remember all the work that you did in that class, it kind of sticks with you. And I feel like that's what Miss Hoover was really good at. Yeah, she was very, uh, her teaching methods were very, um, she was a great teacher. Well, she did a lot of activities in class, and she made sure everybody participated. She made sure everybody was happy with what they was doing. And in these activities, they really, uh, they really were great for us to learn. And one of them was the Julius Caesar mock trial, and the other one was the war, which was uh, very fun. The war, what was that like? Uh, it was, to put it simply, it was a war. Um, <laughs> but there were some things that we had to do before we did the war. Um, so there were two home rooms. There was Ms. Hunt's room and Ms. Hoover's room. Um, and I think me and Jacob and Zeke are all in the same homeroom, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you split off into groups, and each homeroom did. Two homerooms, but each homeroom had their own little separate groups. And each group would focus on, like, a – well, it was like a – we made a presentation. And it was like a argumentative? Is that what you'd say? Mm-hmm. It was a pers- persuasive. It was, yeah. it was, persuasive. It was to persuade the whole yeah. homeroom to go with this certain warrior type. And I remember, I think my group did Samurai, yeah. You did Samurai. Jacob went on to, like, the Middle Ages. They wanted wanted to do knights, and they wanted all, like, the type of knight armor and stuff. But I think we settled with, what was it? I think Romans. Romans and, was it the Celtic? Vikings. Vikings. Vikings Vikings were the other homeroom. So we got Romans versus Vikings. After we did the presentations and we decided who we needed to be, we uh, basically went straight into building because uh, we need as much time as possible with um, how many people there were. And everybody um, got to build their own swords and armor as long as it was in uh, the style or the time period that they chose. And it was all cardboard, and we had X-Acto knives and duct tape. <laughs> and that was about it. And then we, uh, we built uh, the hardest part wasn't the swords because those were pretty easy to make. It was the armor. Like you yeah. had to get fitted, and, you know. I pre- we used. I, I worked in a group with people to help like size everybody up, and then like, you know, put them all. That that was probably the hardest part. And then we got to build a catapult, and you get to straight up build a catapult as long as it wasn't <laughs> deadly, and it was designed to shoot a uh, water balloon. And the catapult they was made out of. Uh, at least mine was made of wood and bungee cords, and other people had PVC pipe. 
and I think that it was mainly just wooden PVC pipe. I can't think of anything else. So after preparing all of that, what was the war actually like when you guys did it? First thing we did was everyone brought their catapults out and we fired off water balloons. And the field was all, it was like in the morning. It had just rained, so there was dew all over the all over the field. It was already wet to begin with. So I remember we started off on two sides. There was the Romans on one side, Vikings on the other. And we just charged. Like I think was there like a trumpet or something that went off? Some noise went off and we just ran at each other. And it was like a mosh pit down there. How did the war like define Miss Hoover as a teacher for you guys? I think the biggest shining part of that was her. She's the one that brought us all together like that. She had hyped up this this war project and she knew it was gonna be fun, but she implemented an equal amount of work and play, I'd say. Because we worked on the presentation for a good while. So I mean Go on, Joy. So yeah, I think just that the reason it stuck with all of us is because when we were building, we were super involved. Building the catapults, it was just a blast for everyone. I mean, I think that was like an at-home project, I would say. Yeah, it was. For the catapults. But just, I remember in each of the classes, there was like small groups, and each one was like building, one was building armor, one was building the weapons, and then other people were just like kind of doing whatever. Messing she had, Ms. Hoover had us not only learning, but she had us working together as a team. It was team building exercises. It was it, a lot of team building stuff. It yeah. was working together, but also taking in and keeping information. That was the big part of her as a teacher. She wanted us to keep the information that we learned. Yes, and that's why this whole thing stuck with us until now we're seniors in high school, graduating, yeah. and we still remember a little war that we did back in sixth grade that wasn't really little. It was a big project, and it was a lot of fun for everyone. So it's not always just reading and writing and turning in papers. It's getting up and interacting with that material, kind of like you're at a museum or something. Um, but just really just any way to make it creative and fun so that we're not bored all day. So you want there to be a creative aspect in when you're teaching? Yeah, I think so. I think it's important to, like I said before, to be able to look at the material in different ways and be able to let each student interact with that material in a way that's comfortable for them. So some kids are going to really understand it if they read about it. Some are going to understand it more if they're able to write about it. But most of us are really able to digest what we're being told if we can manipulate it somehow. So whether that's in acting or drawing or making a sculpture or something, making a map out of food, like it, anything like that will kind of make it click to you guys more. That's all we have for you today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Catch us on our socials, which can be found in the show notes below. See you all next time.